Welcome back. Another episode, Cross the Streams podcast. Host Kip Ione here for you. Uh, today's a new segment. I'm trying to decide if it'll be a standalone or if it'll turn into its own series for us here. As you guys know, we've got Listen Up, um, Useless Full Information, Calling Men In, Couples Corner, Dishing on the Drive, amongst others. Today I'm going to call it Heavy Levity. Uh, it's the episode's going to start off with some heavy, serious discussions that I just feel like the podcast is here for me to do. That's why I created the platform with my brother four years ago, was to be able to talk about things and share our thoughts on heavy subjects. Uh, but also then, after I'm done with the heavy part, we're going to embrace some levity, which is another part and reason we did the podcast, and, and bring my kids on to talk Marvel Universe uh, and all the crazy, wonderful things going on in the comic verse, so to speak. Uh, so heavy levity, I thought, was a pretty appropriate tagline for this. Uh, let's start here uh, with the heavy part. You know, I think it's absolute must uh, that we talk, discuss, and create a space for thinking about, you know, the verdict yesterday in the Derek Chauvin, Chauvin trial uh, for the murder of George Floyd. Uh, and thankfully, he was found guilty on all three platforms. If you don't like me saying thankfully he was found guilty for the murder he committed, then you probably should press stop and not listen anymore because you're going to get more of that coming up. And you know where our podcast stands for if you're here anyway. Um but I really wanted to dive into some of my own internal thoughts because and maybe find some commonality with everybody out there and how you're processing this and wh where it took you yesterday. Uh, not only in just the story of what felt like a historical moment, but also in maybe ramifications, repercussions, uh, where it took you spiritually, emotionally, physically yesterday. So, you know, let's let's dive into that with, with the guilty on all three counts uh, and rightfully so. Um, in my opinion, in this the opinion of the podcast. So internally for me, I've really been thinking about a lot of stuff and digesting a lot of things in this. Um, so let's go with number one. Was it justice? Um, if justice is the idea that people get what they deserve, could we assign being found guilty in all three counts uh, to Derek Chauvin as justice? Yeah, I think maybe. For him, I don't think necessarily it was, and I probably tweeted it before the verdict came out that we're seeking justice for George Floyd, but I don't know if there is truly a way to get that since the, the man was taken from the world. The man was taken from his family and killed. So if we go with the definition that justice is simply the idea that people get what they deserve, George obviously did not get what he deserved. Maybe the accountability uh, word that I know uh, Keith Ellison used yesterday, this wasn't justice, it was accountability. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe Maybe that's a, a way for some of you are, are viewing it. Maybe I'm still wrestling with it. Um, was it justice or was it accountability? Was it a combination of both? I don't know. I think it's worthy of conversations uh, in your circles. Uh, and I think how you answer it probably will signify where you are in the fight to end uh, police-sponsored terrorism, police-sponsored murder uh, in what we're experiencing in our country. And black and brown folks, and black folks especially, have been experienced since maybe the onset of policing in America. Second thing that's been an internal debate and internal struggle with me, and reminder, like all these things are questions I have, and I, might, I may come to some an answers of my own, doesn't mean I'm not, I'm willing to be wrong. I'm willing for folks to reach out and talk to me about other things. That's part of the reason we do this, uh, is to generate more conversation to action. Uh, second thing for me was, was it a sign of things to come in our country or just an establishing of the floor? Um, and what I mean by that, was it purely like, okay, this is the very, this is the lowest 
at this point with full video of you kneeling on a man for over nine minutes neck and murdering him if you have that video and you have the video shared enough across platforms and across content consuming spaces that you develop a worldwide movement behind this particular singular case that can get you a guilty verdict that's the floor in america um I think maybe that's probably where I'm leaning. I don't know if it's a sign of change because at the end of the day, it's a singular conviction. Um, so is that the requirement to get justice for Philandro Castile, for Sandra Bland, for Breonna Taylor, for Dante Wright, for the two hours later, Micaiah Bryant in Columbus, Ohio? Is the floor and the absolute necessity all the footage and a worldwide awareness and movement? Shouldn't it just be the facts of the case that someone was murdered and they should go to jail for murder? I, that's that's a struggle with this, right? Uh, how should members of the global majority react to this? And I give a major shout out to my cousins uh, who you guys have heard on the podcast, the, the women of uh, the Iwanek clan down in Los Angeles who you know refer to us as the global majority as 80% of the world is black and brown. Um, how should the global majority react to this? Is it a sense of relief? If it's for relief for a moment, if, if relief for a moment is all we're allowed with this verdict, how do you continue the fight? And I'm speaking purely as a Polynesian and a brown person. It's even heavier. I'm sure it weighs heavier on black folks. Um, is joy um, an acceptable reaction to this verdict? If you celebrate with joy, are you gaslighting your own reality? Are you gaslighting the reality of others that, that experiences violence directly? Um, do we take our cue from the Floyd family? Uh, who has lost the most, obviously. They lost their loved ones, and their loved one was murdered. Um, and they reacted with tears and smiles. Do we use the verdict and our reaction as fuel for knocking down the next wall or pushing over? Was this the first domino and we have to keep pushing? Uh, was it a standalone domino with nothing behind it and we got to go find the next one to push? Uh, all those things are in my head because I know in my own experience I, I had a gamut of emotions as the judge read off those three. Um, next, I'm probably even more worried or concerned. You know, I wonder about the appropriate reaction from the global majority, but from the white community, I have concerns. Uh, concerned that this will allow folks in the white community to feel vindicated. Uh, if you've been in these discussions with people in your life that are white that say, see, the guilty came back like it should have. So it's, it's not that bad out there. See, there's still good in the world. Um, does that framing of the verdict allow white folks to go back to their bubbles of ignorance and then the movement will cease in their communities? I mean, if you think about it, really, this is one conviction this year, 2021, among 984 murders this year alone. One conviction and 984 police killings. I don't think that necessarily one conviction can be considered, uh, hey, see, that's a symptom. The system is healthy. On the, on the exact opposite end, on the contrary, I think one conviction in 984 is probably a morphine shot to a dying body. The system is corrupt. The system must be eradicated uh, and changed and reimagined. Uh, finally, you know, just in, in storytelling mode, let me talk about how me, the coach, handled this yesterday. You know, I'm a head basketball coach, NCAA Division III University. And I think and if you're a coach of any level and you had an opportunity to be around your team yesterday, obviously you're out of season. Maybe my expectation is different if you didn't have access to your team directly yesterday, although I think in 2021 we probably have constant access to our players through the phone. Uh, but I've got, you know, I had a group of 15, 16 men in the gym with me yesterday as the leader. And I think if you're a coach that didn't address this in a similar setting that I had, I think you failed them. 
I think you failed your team and your staff. I think you failed yourself. And I strongly believe that. I, this is not me saying that I'm a better coach in wins and losses or better coach in offense and defensive people. Um, but I think if you pretended that your practice plan was more important than creating space uh, or lighting up your team room as a beacon for what matters, you didn't do your job yesterday. Um, we gathered as a team pre-practice. Um, and yeah, I opened the floor up, but I didn't settle for the silence. I embraced it for a little bit and let people sit in their silence. Uh, but I prompted questions. How do you feel? Why do you feel that way? What comes next for the U.S.? All around the verdict that I know they all watched because I texted it to them to watch. Um, and I'm not telling you that I was God's gift to the work yesterday. You know, I'm not telling you everything I did was perfect. Uh, I'm telling you that I tried and made an attempt and didn't ignore it. Um, and the way I went about it, and this is probably a strength of mine, but also maybe a crutch. In that I tend to frame things and find connection. I think we talked about it on a previous episode that I'm a weaver. And as a weaver, I try to find commonalities between the world and current events with my given surroundings and try to you know, apply that to my players as well so they can see it. Because I do believe people are moved by their hearts uh, and their hearts have to be connected to something. So I, I tried to frame it and this might have been limiting. It might have been um, the moment itself might have been too big for any direct correlation to basketball, right, which is a game, not life and death. But I tried to frame it to fellas, we're down 20. And we hit a half-court shot at halftime. So obviously we go into half um, with a little bit more juice, with a little bit more positivity because we hit this half-court shot that we can celebrate. The second we sit down, though, we're still down 17 at halftime and there's 20 more minutes to play. Um, and there's a lot of work to do. So that's how I tried to frame the verdict um, as a coach. Um, and I hope everyone else out there that is in a similar position to me um, Tried to tried to frame it. Tried, the frame's the wrong word. Tried to address it and let their players discuss it, digest it um, as well. So th that's you know four or five things off the top of my head that you know I am thinking about chewing on on the on the verdict and the trial yesterday. And we're we're gonna segue now into the levity part in the MC universe. Cross the streams podcast heavy levity edition. So in the first part here, I, I talked about the Derek Chauvin trial, uh, the guilty verdict, ramifications, implications, emotional feels, etc. Now I'm bringing my, my two oldest children on to deep dive everything in the MCU. Uh, maybe I'll attempt to get them to sprinkle in some DC, DCU uh, stuff, but that'll be hard. Uh, I'd have a better chance of getting the MonsterVerse reactions from these two. But Leah is here. Lincoln is here. Uh, I will let you guys do this. Do you want to start with WandaVision? Do you want to start with Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Do you want to start with movies coming out in the next phase? Where do you guys want to start? Lincoln, you give me where you want to start first. Probably start with WandaVision and then go from there okay. to Falcon. Leah, how do you feel about that? Agreed. Okay. So, well, let me, let me do this first. Give us your bona fides. How many of the original 23... Have the two of you watched? Leah, go first. I have watched all of them except for Incredible Hulk, so 22. So 22, and that was the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk that you didn't see. Okay, Lincoln. I've seen 20. I have not seen the Hulk, and I haven't seen the first two Thor movies, which, which I probably will see soon. Which Leah and I originally agreed with you. You weren't missing anything. But then we kind of didn't mind. Which one was it, Leah? The first one or the second one? 
first. Well, everyone hates the second one. Yeah, the Dark World. Like I think the Dark World consistently gets the worst reviews from anyone. Yeah. Um, I will, however, I will, however, tell all the listeners out here that my two children here, uh, Xavier's been in and out of watching these things with us. Xavier's more my Superman, Batman, Justice League guy. But did I or did I not have to convince you two during this COVID pandemic to start the Marvel run? Like it was a little bit. Yeah. It was like a year ago. Leah, is that true what I'm saying? Yes. What do you remember how I did it? Did you find it just you were like so bored you decided to watch it? Where did we start in getting you two up to speed? Because now you're the you expert. Showed us the uh, first two guarding. Oh, sorry, it was for Leah. I started, I think, with the Winter Soldier. Okay, because Lincoln was gone that day, and I made you watch Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln, when did you? Which one did you start with? I think it was we watched the first two Guardians, and then it wasn't for coming up another couple months until your birthday. And we watched Age of Ultron. Okay. And then we went straight through after that, right? Like one Marvel yeah. a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lincoln, go first. Leah, then you can think about the answer. If you are, if there's adults and parents listening right now who either themselves haven't started the MCU, they haven't seen a movie, they're aware of it, they've heard of this Avengers thing, but they haven't started it, where would you tell them to start themselves if they're parents? And then, Leah, you answer, where would you tell them to start their kids that are like year two's age, almost 14 and just turned 12? Lincoln, go first. Where would you tell parents to well, start? Parents should probably start with Iron Man, the first one. Ooh. And, just go through it. and just start from that point on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Leah, where should they start their kids if their kids haven't got on board yet? I feel, I feel like they're, um, I mean, Iron, the Iron Mans, in my opinion, weren't the best. Um, they were awful, but I feel like after those, the kids might not be super hyped up. Oh. So, um, maybe with Captain America one, because it kind of starts the timeline, and there's not really any spoilers in it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you guys think kids or adults would be more wanting to start, like, do it all in the right order? Because you guys didn't do it exactly in perfect order, right? I'd say adults now. Adults want to do perfect order? Mm-hmm. Is there one that you absolutely cannot skip? I'll let you think about it for a minute while you talk about it. Because like maybe like any of the Avengers movies. Okay, you can't skip any yeah. of the, any of the Avengers. And Lincoln, which one are the officially Avengers titles? Um, the the first the Avengers: Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame. Okay, but Civil War kind of kind of fits in there, yeah. even though it's a Captain America. Yeah, War, I'd still have it in there because it, it it really uh, plays a role in Infinity War. Did like you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you guys feel like the main? Give me your reasons why, for not just kids your age, but for the whole world, the MCU is so good. Like, what is it that hooks people that say DC or the MonsterVerse or other like uh, movie franchises haven't gotten exactly right? What is it about the MCU that is so appealing? Um, I don't know, like the perfect combination of comedy to uh, like battles. Okay, so action, comedy, the, balance. Okay. See the, the action, the likable characters, and the comedy. Okay. For you two, because I made them, everyone listening, I made them watch the Snyder cut of Justice League because everybody knows I love the MCU movies, but I'm a loyal DC comic reader. I mean, I read Marvel too, but DC is a I'm very loyal to DC, despite their catastrophic failures ever since the Dark Knight trilogy ended in the in the movie verse. 
Did you, what was the major difference there? Because it wasn't a build-up story? Because there wasn't enough humor? What did you guys think when you were like, yeah, Dad, the Justice of Snyder Cut's okay. It's not very good. What did you yeah. think? I'd say it's really intense, and there's not there's not a lot of comedy relief. It's mainly in Flash. Okay. But without him, it's mainly just there's this – it's just drama. And Super serious all the time? Yeah. Okay. Extreme, yeah. Lincoln? I didn't watch it. Oh, is that just Leah I made watch it because you were gone? Yeah, I think I was gone. Oh, that's even worse, Leah, that I made you watch it. I appreciate that by you. It took us two days, didn't it? I think from all the trailers I've seen, the fight scenes just look different, and it looks a lot darker yes. in color. No, that's a great point because we all, all everybody listening, you should know Zack Snyder is a, renowned for the darker lighting and the slow motion fighting. And I just don't know if that works for comic books, right? I think you got to have the Marvel style, which the sun's mostly up, except for maybe the endgame battle, right? Yeah. And then there's humor, but there's not a ton of... Sl- is there any slow-mo in Marvel? Yes, there is some. Yeah, like, there are some. Like in Age of Ultron, the dramatic scene. The oh, movie, yeah. When they're all like together fighting. Okay. Or when they're, fight- they're guarding the metal thing yeah. in the middle. Also in Age of Ultron. If you guys had to guess, what percentage of kids your age, you're both middle school, what percentage of kids your age can fluently talk about the Marvel Universe? Like, can have a conversation? Probably, like, um, 40 to 50. There's a lot. Okay, That's what for- you think, honestly. 50% 8th uh, grade. Leah, what do you think 6th grade? Like, not that much. I don't know it, it, I, exactly what I'd say, because yeah. I've talked to many kids about it. But out of my friends, like 40%, okay. there's not that many. I remember in sixth grade when Endgame came out, everyone was talking about it in yeah. like my first period, but I didn't know. Okay, exactly. okay so that's, that leads me into my next question, son. When I was growing up, and you guys know all the stories I've told you about all my comics and all of them in the garage, everybody was like, Kip, you're such a nerd. I don't know how you do this. Nowadays, I feel like kids are like, if you don't watch the movies... Then you get harassed. Is that true or false in your guys' age group? Is it like people make fun of you if you don't know about it? Because you guys were those kids that didn't know about it for a long time. But now you're fully in. in. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. When I was in sixth grade, uh, I don't think I ever really mentioned that I didn't watch. I don't think I would have gotten, like, bullied or anything about it. But were a lot of people in your circle, they did watch it? They'd probably just say, like... um, what and then just leave oh, talk okay. about it with people other friends gotcha For, leah not we didn't really bring up marvel that much but now we do because of me but uh-huh, um uh-huh. you wouldn't really get harassed for it like you didn't watch marvel are you crazy it's just like you have to watch it and then done if somebody tells you i've never seen those movies do you say that like kind of like shuri and black panther what do you say yes. that yes yes Exactly what I do. <laughs> Lincoln, what do you do if somebody tells you they haven't seen it? I mean, maybe. I'd probably say, like, really? And Wait, just yeah. say should. And would you try to, them. would you, like, try to sell it to them? Like, man, you should. you got to watch yeah. it. You'll love them. Oh, for sure. Have, I don't know if I've ever heard somebody say, no, I watched them and I hated them all. I've never heard that. I've heard people say, like, this one was better than that one. But, I, you know, with DC, people will watch DC. And be like, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like Wonder Woman 84, 1984. Or um, the the first Batman, the first Justice League, the Whedon cut, not the Snyder cut. Like, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. 
Have you ever heard anybody say that about a Marvel movie? And if if so, which one? No, no, I haven't. Maybe people on like, be I haven't really not people I talk to. Maybe on like, just YouTube like, I've heard, yeah. like, videos. I've heard one people movie was hate. bad. It just wasn't like a dramatic. It was the worst movie I've ever heard. Uh. When they like they liked the other movies. It wasn't like this sucks. I hate Marvel. Gotcha. The only movie I've heard people actually say they hate or not like is The Dark World. The Dark World. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that from you. <laughs> right. I okay. didn't like the villains in The Dark World, but I, I like the rest of it, kind of. That's one of the problems people have with it, apparently. Go ahead, they Lincoln. Okay, let, but Lincoln, before I let you start going into those, how do you guys okay. consume it right now? Okay, like we said before, just turned 12, about to be 14. How do you guys watch the movies when you feel like it? I know, because theaters are out right now, so nobody's going to the movies in the theater. So how are you guys watching either WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, or if we're still in this and Black Widow comes out and we're still in this, or Shang-Chi comes out and we're still in this? How are you guys watching the new stuff, and how are you watching all the old stuff? So Lincoln, go first. Well, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Leah, same? Yeah. yeah. Disney Plus for everything. Well, yeah. um, I think Far From Home is on a different... I oh. think someone said though that the Spider-Mans are going to come back. Are going to go to Disney Plus soon. Where are Spider-Mans right now? Like Netflix? I think so. Um, no. Amazon. It's like stars. Oh, stars. Yeah, stars. Where yeah. do you guys go, Leah? You can answer this first, and Lincoln, you can think about your answer. When you're thinking about, I want to find out about the next movie. I want to see what people are saying about the episode I just watched. What platforms are you using to? talk about and learn more about Marvel, your favorite characters or your favorite episodes? YouTube and Pinterest. Okay. Leah, explain the Pinterest because I'll let Lincoln explain YouTube. Lincoln, I'm assuming that's your answer. Yes, YouTube? I forgot. I didn't hear the question, really. Well, you think about how you use YouTube to stay up to date on Marvel. Leah, how do you use Pinterest? Oh, yeah. that's, that's an interesting one. I'm not on Pinterest, so I, don't, I know you show me stuff. How do you use it to find out more about Marvel? Uh, you can like look up Marvel specifically and a bunch of things will come up and it, it's either like fan fiction or like, sp like, uh, things that fans have learned and like put into something like, um, stuff about Stan Lee and how he came up with the idea of Spider-Man and stuff. Oh, so like history stuff. I see. I always thought Pinterest was like pictures only. No, there's words. Oh, okay. So, see, so it shows what I know. I'm old and dumb. Be quiet, Dad. Lincoln, YouTube. What is? How does YouTube help you learn more or know more? It's probably YouTube and Chrome and stuff. Okay. Google. Yeah. It's just like these people post videos or this thing called community that just show a picture and something. Yeah. It's like they like just post reports or breaking news or like a trailer is that where like, like we've all watched that's where we find the easter egg stuff right yeah and if say uh your papa and your rara listening or older folks what the heck do you mean easter eggs what are you guys talking about uh like little like like sorry i'm saying like a lot. that's okay uh, like tidbits from other shows or something that are like brought up once more. Like in Frozen, you can see Baymax. They're playing with Baymax in Frozen too. That's like that's an Easter egg. It's from another. Is it like um, nuggets that they think most people probably don't know why they're in there or don't notice them? Kind of, yeah. It's like pointing out things that are in other movies and then that came over to this movie that you might not have noticed. That's like the connection. Yes. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to give you rapid fire real quick. All you can do is answer the character, the actor, actor, actress, or the movie. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Lincoln first, then Leah on the first. I'll, I'll keep telling you who's first. Lincoln first, then Leah. Best Avenger. Like favorite? Best, or? best, best. What does that mean? <laughs> best. Can I say? Leah, go. Wanda. Wanda. Lincoln, what do you think? Well, most Earth. powerful is Wanda. And hey, that's not my question, son. Who's the best Avenger? Because I would say, guys, I would say the best Avenger is either Cap or Iron Man. Well, like favorite. Probably. No, I'm not on favorite, son. I'm on best. And my, here's what here's my definition. Been around, helped form it, most vital to it continuing, and most oh. noticeable when they're gone. That's my definition. So that's well, why I, I say I... Yeah, okay. it's probably Iron Man. Now you I can do this one. Leah, you go first. Favorite, go. Uh, Captain Marvel. Lincoln, favorite. Um, I really don't know. I like Ant-Man and Spider-Man. Okay, okay. Ant-Man and Spider-Man. And the Guardians. And the Guardians. Uh, do the Guardians count as Avengers? Yes or no? No, because well, they're, they're, the they're, they're their own thing. They're their own team. They're their own team. Yeah. Stuff. Okay, most powerful. Lincoln. It's Wanda and then Doctor Strange. Yeah. Ooh, curveball. You guys agree on that? Yes. I don't. We don't agree on the third. Yes. How about this? How about this? Most powerful without magic. Magic? Thor. Without magic. No magic. Yeah. Lincoln but, says yeah. Thor. Who do you say? Magic. Leah, who do you say? But only Doctor Strange is magic. So is Wanda. Nice try. Oh, fine. Captain Marvel. Okay, so this, Wanda ladies and gentlemen, I was setting this up, everyone listening, because these two, no. you know, siblings fight about a lot of things. It's normal. But they will not back down from this Thor-Captain Marvel situation. So if you're out there, if you've got ideas, you can respond to the episode, whether you're uh, listening to this episode on, uh, on, on our Apple Podcasts or you're listening to it on SoundCloud. We or you can respond on Twitter. You can put comments in the Instagram on our story. Is it Thor or Captain Marvel? Um, it's it's very big. Okay, I'll give you twenty seconds each to say why people should vote for Captain Marvel versus Thor. Let's also note that these two are friends. They wouldn't fight. There's no need for them to fight. But let's 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 hear what you each have to say. Everybody ready? You got your thoughts collected? Lincoln can go first. Lincoln, why is Thor the strongest Avenger? Well, he's a literal god, okay. and he can't die okay. unless he's actually killed. Okay. And well, I, I, I feel like uh, Thor from like the Avengers may not be Captain Marvel, but like Infinity War Thor okay. could be Captain. Okay. Infinity War Thor, where he comes he's in and at says, his most, "He's at his most powerful." Then. Okay. Okay. And he's he got really Stormbreaker, not Meow Meow, right? Yeah, not Mjolnir. Okay, Leah. Unless she's not. Go. Captain Marvel absorbed the power of. Um, an infinity stone, or the not infinity stone, what's it called? The Tesseract? Yes. Um, and she survived from it, got powers from it. She took out like a lot of battleships by herself that were supposed to be impossible for the for like Earth to take out. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, she, we do not know if she's immortal or not. Okay. She looks the same, a lot of years apart, so we don't know if she's immortal or not. Okay, last question before our first break. Have's watching the movies. Wait, Thor took out like three shows. Oh, no, we're not going to do that on air. We can do that off air, you two. Has watching the movies and the shows as much as you two have over the pandemic, has it 
made you want to read the comics, not want to read the comics, and do you think it matters? I want to read House of M. Okay. House of M, X-Men crossover, and that's because of Wanda, right? Yes. Remind me tonight, I'll get that out of storage, because I got it for you. Yeah. Lincoln, I own. I do not really want to read the comics, because it'd be a lot different. The costumes would be weird, they'd look different, and I'm already seen all the movies, so I know what happened. Gotcha. Anyway. Now, let me ask one more. Because you two both read a lot of Big Nates, right? So you've read Big yeah. Nate, yeah? yeah? People out there, your kids might read Big Nate. Good humorous storylines. If Big Nate turned into a movie, would you be as picky? Like, would you be like, oh, the movie got his costume wrong? You know how us comic people like myself, comic nerds, always complain about, you know, that's not exactly how it's like in the comics. Would you have to have Big Nate be perfect like the books, or would you be okay with, like the Marvel does, changing a little bit here and there? Uh, probably look different. Well, it's kind of if they made it live action. Yeah. It's it's a little different. I don't think I'd like it. Okay. Is it better because it exists on the pages than in the in the screen? Yeah, I don't think it'd be good in the screen. Leah, you never hear their voices or anything. Some of the changes that Marvel made, though, were, like, very necessary. For sure. Like, I mean, we're talking about, hey, let's make sure Black Panther is written, directed, and acted by black people and not written by white people that don't know about the black experience. For sure. Shang-Chi, same thing. That's very necessary to change. For sure. All right, we're going to take our first break. We'll be back with these two to let them critique WandaVision and the Falcon Winter Soldier. All right, we're back. Let's start here, guys. I had very little expectation for Wanda Vision. I don't know why. I like both characters in the Avengers series. I was sad when Vision died. Um, spoilers. By the way, if you're mad that I just spoiled something, that that's a you thing. If you come to this and we talk about the Marvel Universe, you're going to expect spoilers. So get on the horse. It's 2021. Get, get caught up. Secondly, but I, don't, I did not expect to love it as much as I did. It was a great show, really done differently. So you two, let's start with the favorite. What was what were you expecting from Wanda, Vision, and did you get it? Um, I don't know if I was expecting um, much. I was kind of hope. I was kind of thinking that Vision wasn't gonna be in it. Okay. I knew he was gonna be in it, but I didn't think it like he'd be in it as much as he was. Okay, thank you. So there's a Leah Lincoln. I think, I don't know, like when I saw that trailer, I had no idea what it was going to be. I was, had lots of questions like, is it Vision dead? Yeah. And why is it gray? Why <laughs> yeah. do they look so different? Yeah. From, or they look, they, they're wearing different stuff from back then. And I don't know, it was, when we first watched the first two episodes, I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. We all, because we thought it was, she was like having a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't think it was actually her. Did you guys talk about it? I mean, obviously, as a family, it we all like, talked about it. Did you guys talk about WandaVision every week with your friends? Yes, we talked yes. about it in social studies. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to their teacher. It was a very hot topic. <laughs> were there spoilers allowed, Leah? Oh, no. They were very... Like, it was. If you spoil anything, you're kicked out of the class. It's okay. very... You cannot spoil anything. Like, a kid had a theory... And my teacher's like, no, do not. <laughs> Lincoln, do you and your friend group talk about it? Yeah, it was just like me and one of my friends because the other one didn't watch it. And the other one didn't watch it until like after it was over. Oh, gotcha. We did talk about like all our theories and yeah. 
was going what we think was going to happen and like all the questions. What was it like for you two, being children of the 21st century, to have to wait for new episodes rather than being able to watch every single one whenever you wanted to? How was that? I know for your mom and I, it was very like, oh, this is like when we were growing up. This is how it used to be. You had to wait a week. Yeah. It I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. You handled it okay? Were you annoyed? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as, like, how people had to wait between Infinity War and Endgame, you know? Uh-huh. Like, that's, like, huge. But it was, it, I gave, I like that it gave us time to think about it and talk okay. about it. And it gave, and it, like, lasted longer, so we didn't have a longer wait in between it and Winter, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Whereas if they all came out, we finished them in one day, and it's done. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, overall, WandaVision, yeah. I thought, I, I, I know we all had theories, right? I think that was a very unique part of that, that kept it, like, trending, right? Like, people had theories, and they had to see if their theories were right. When it was all said and done, did you like Wanda more or less, Vision more or less? Give me where the characters, when, the, when it was eight episodes, yeah? Uh, nine. Nine. When it was all done. Nine. Let's, ta- let's start with Wanda. Did you were you more intrigued by the character, less intrigued? Where were you at with Wanda when it wrapped up? So I, much more, especially with the end credit scene. Okay. Um, Leah more intrigued. Lincoln. Pretty great. What'd you say? Um. Well, they. She's. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. I didn't know she was that. I mean, I knew she was powerful. I didn't realize the scope of which she could be powerful. Vision, Lincoln, more He's intrigued, less intrigued. Yes. Vision, more or less intrigued. Vision, I, I am, I don't know. It well, it was a fake or basically made up. Yeah. I don't know. I had no idea what was going on until, or like why he was alive. Yeah. Because like when we saw the one thing from like episode five or something, we thought she took his body. And recreated him, uh-huh. yeah. but then, but then episode eight, so that she actually created him. Which yeah, is crazy. I thought yeah. they did a nice job making him much more human. Like you could relate to him more because of the. Mm-hmm. Leah, yeah. what do you think of Vision when it was over? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in the be like throughout most of it, both up until they introduced the real Vision body, um, uh, it was like less and less and less until they introduced the final in the final episode the white vision. Yeah. Um, and now I'm a, more intrigued because he flew away, so he's still out there with all those memories and still the vision is out there. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Yeah. What so it, it is vision now. I hope it's yeah. a. As Paul Bettany said that he that the white vision will be in more movies. Yeah. And I'm hoping that he gets a paint job. <laughs> or gets painted yeah. or something. Okay, what about he their... He kind of different as white. Yeah, he does. Well, okay, give me, of all the new characters, you know, the kids, um, their their sons, Wiccan, and what's the other one's name? Wiccan? Yeah, Wiccan is no, one of the sons. That's the comic name of one of their oh, sons. Like Billy and Tommy. Yeah, Billy and Tommy, okay. And then uh, Monica, Rambo, right? Um, of those characters, are you interested in seeing them going forward or just Wanda and Vision? Or even Agatha, right? Harkness. Well, Tom and Billy are gone. Okay, so you under the impression they're gone. Yes. Remember the end credit scene where you heard them screaming? But the um, it was the the post credit scene. 
I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, um, I don't know what Monica's powers are. Like, all she did was get, like, survive Wanda's push or whatever with her powers. Monica and Rambo Luke, oh, is Roddy. also known as... Uh, Photon, I think. Photon, She's right? Yeah. Yes. That was her mom's nickname. Right. That's her mom's I'm interested name. in Monica going forward, for sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, yeah. the kids, I, I get the Harkness, I like that bad, that villain. I thought she was good as the villain. Yeah. Obviously, she wasn't a good human, all right? Honestly, I feel like I'm excited to see her and Captain Marvel together again because she's the, uh, like, hero photon. Yeah. And Captain Marvel's a photon blast. Ah, yeah. How are those going to play together? Okay. Uh, okay, let's jump. I think... Go ahead, Lincoln. Well... Well, I like that all of the, uh, all the, um, you know, well, this is like back on another question where, like, how the TV show was. I think it mm-hmm. was good. Had so many cliffhangers. Yeah. Right. Great episode. point. Do you guys think that the what's more exciting? And this is hard. They can both be exciting, so it doesn't have to be one or the other. Is it more exciting thinking about like the theories and what could come next, or actually watching the shows? Is it both? Watching the show. Watching the show. Really I'm not very good at thinking yeah, of theories. You guys, you guys tell me your theories all the time. I do. A little bit. Yeah. Maybe your brother does a little bit more, but you both. I like the. Th- I like the engagement that you can do with your family or friends talking about what could possibly happen. It's true, but me and my friends mostly argue on who's most powerful. Fair. It's okay. Uh, next one: Falcon, the Winter Soldier. It's not done yet. Obviously, what are we? Five episodes in. Yeah. Uh, let's do the yeah. same thing. Going in, who were you most excited to see again, Sam or Bucky? I was most excited to see Sam again. But yeah, what, what was you guys? Yeah, same. Um, definitely Sam. Okay. I just feel Bucky is like really like going through a lot, so it's just really a lot of sad moments with him. Yeah. And with Sam, it can like it's it's it can be happy, it can be sad, it can be abundant of different things. What did you guys think of Zemo coming back? I was happy to see him because he's like, he's, I don't know, that's a bad way to put it. (laughs) He's a sympathetic villain? Like you can see, feel sorry for him a little bit? Kind of like the beginning Loki. Yeah. Okay, beginning Loki, okay. Like Loki was in Thor 1 and Thor 2. Yeah. He is like, kind of be sympathetic for him a little bit. Um, but still mad at him okay. for being Lincoln, what do you think? I think I like that he came back because he's, like, r- extremely smart, which is, like, he's a, in, he was an interesting villain in Civil War because yeah. he's not even powerful. He's just smart, and that's how he was such a good villain okay. for the movie, and now they brought him back. Let's talk about and this. And now they're making him kind of good, kind of We've had a lot of family discussions about this, with mom included. Um, what do we think about John Walker, a.k.a. U.S. agent, a.k.a. the fake Captain America? I think we all, I know in the first reveal, I know we all felt a lot of rage, right? We all felt a lot of rage for him. But what, where are we at now, now that his character arc has kind of gone through? Honestly, still hate him. I don't hate him <laughs> that out. much as much because it wasn't his first choice to become Captain America. The government decided okay. to make he him Captain America. Yeah, but still, it wasn't his 
first decision for like what he's gonna do yeah. for his life or whatever. What I'm ma- and then they get to his friend. Go ahead, Leah. But I'm mostly mad. Oh, we all saw that. Is how I know, I get that he kind of lied to his friend's family and yeah. like tried to make him feel better about it, but he lied to America saying that he killed the person who killed his best friend when really he killed someone who was innocent. That part's where not, he became well, a villain for you. No, I always hated him, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like things on like Pinterest or YouTube about how like one some one of his scenes was kind of racist in one way, uh, and he's just like he's the worst, <laughs> and how he just goes around saying I'm Captain America, like that's supposed to mean something to hit for him. Mm. Like if it was. Um, Steve Rogers, like, that means something to everybody, but if it's John Walker, it's just like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. What did you guys think of Wakanda being involved again? I was excited yeah. to see that. Oh, that's pretty yeah. great. Cause... I loved it. I wish Okoye was in it, mm. but I like the other one, too. AO's yeah. cool, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. IO or AO. What about, give me any other part of it. Like, for me, the Sharon Carter part is still very interesting. We don't quite know what she is, but you guys could say that one, or you could say, what's another aspect you're looking forward to see the finish of? I'm looking forward to see what they will do if, when, at the very end, with the um, villain, what's her name? The kid? Carly. Carly. Yeah, what they will do with her, because I know Sam's kind of sympathetic with her, and how she's going through a lot and took the serum, so now she's got stuff messing with her brain and stuff. Yeah. And how they will handle her, um... Like, in which way will they decide to like lock her up for life or? Uh, gotcha. Yeah. What's the resolution? Okay. Yeah. I think there are going to be a lot of things in the next episode. Like, I want to know, like, um, are they going to kill Carly or is she going to go to jail? But I feel like she just break free because of her super strength. Yeah. And then, who's the power broker? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited for that reveal too. I'm also very excited to see Sam's suit that the Wakandans made him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Where... And I want to know, like, what about John Walker's shield? That yeah, he was making one, wasn't himself. he? Yeah. yeah, for sure. And how he's going to make that look. What are you guys most... Not, you know, when the Wild Falcon Winter Soldier wraps up, what's next? Loki? Yes, the series? I believe so, yeah. What part? It could be yeah. Loki or the movies or what part of the next phase are you guys most excited to see? For me, it's probably Loki and then the Black Widow sort of prequel, whatever, you know, wherever it takes place. I think that's what I'm most excited to see, but what about for you guys? I'm really excited for Loki. I think it's that definitely will Doctor Strange. So um, Leah's Loki. And Lincoln, you said the new uh, Doctor Strange with Wanda? Definitely Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, probably those one. That's probably the one I'm most Leah, why, Leah, why Loki? I'm excited to see how it plays into Thor Love and Thunder and um, if he will come into that reality oh. and, like, what he do with the Tesseract that he now has. Yeah. Um, I'm also excited for Black Widow because I've heard that... Uh, is this what, I don't know. Iron Man is going to be in it. Ooh, episode. don't get me too excited. Wait, both of you. Is Steve Rogers dead, or we just don't see him right now? I'm pretty sure he's dead. Ooh, they, you're crushing I me. I thought they mentioned it. I don't know. Episode. I feel like he, that he's gone. I feel like they might. Be, I, they haven't specifically said that, and I feel like they're trying to not specifically say yeah. that just to give a big reveal or something. Right. 
Like maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. He was dead. They haven't said that. The I I forgot when you guys brought up like Lincoln, you Leah, you said Loki, and then Lincoln said Doctor Strange. I forgot the Guardians have Thor, and then the Jane Foster becoming Thor in the movies is another big thing. I'm excited for those two. I'm also excited, and you guys know this. You don't care yet, but that Marvel owns the X Men because I want them to redo X Men the right way because the X Men are badass, and I'm excited to see them in there. Any last things for the listeners before we get off here? Um, I don't know. <laughs> See the good. movies? I think Shang-Chi looks pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah, Shang-Chi looks pretty good. You're right, and the Ten Rings. I found out today, guys, through the Ringerverse podcast with Van Lathan, the Ten Rings, you know, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings? Yeah. The Ten Rings are not as powerful as the stones, but they are that's what gives him his special powers. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. We'll get into mm-hmm. it. We'll get into I'm it. Also- I think I'm also said for what if. Oh, what if? Good one. Good one. Made it, but we, I saw like a, the trailer and it looks amazing. That could be really good. Where did you see the trailer on YouTube? Yeah, I think I'm gonna like it as much. Cause it's different, we're, different I mean, realities. Also released a lot of trailers. Yeah. What I'm really hoping the MCU will do though is bring back another season of Agent Carter. You are a loyalist to Agent Carter. You and Peggy, you ride or die. <laughs> I'm watching Agent Seal just because there's a crossover. <laughs> it's all right. I appreciate it. All right, you two. My Marvel experts. We'll bring them back on in a couple months when more Marvel content and get everybody up to speed. Content reminder. The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests. Yeah.